Zug de Gemara. We are, let's see, where are we over here? We are Kuf Gimel Omed Aleph. We're the top of the Omed of Kuf Gimel Omed Aleph. Um, Omar So we learned, yeah, and the Gemara, we, I don't have to repeat where we ended because the Gemara is going to talk about it. Omar Mar. Kuf Gimel Omed Aleph, the top, third line from the top. If somebody buys a field from the Meicher, and he buys it in the name of somebody else, of a third party. And we had ye- yesterday that he buys it in the name of Reish Galusa because he knows Reish Galusa is a, everybody's scared of Reish Galusa. And nobody's going to start up with him thinking that he bought the field for the Reish Galusa. So he tells the seller, write the contract that the buyer is Reish Galusa. But who gives the money? He gives the money. And we don't we don't force the seller to make another contract because the guy then comes back to the seller and says, "Hello, you know what? You know I'm not I'm the buyer, not the Rish Galusa. Write me another contract in my name." So in Kaifen, the seller could say, "No, I you came to me. You're buying it in the Rish Galusa. I wrote your contract. I'm not selling another contract." Why should the Meicher have to write a second contract? You wanted to save yourself a problem, so you had him write it like this. Why should he have to spend the money or take the time or whatever to write? There's no chiyah for it. And for tomorrow, Mad the time I would think Motza Omelay the Lekech could tell the Meicher made a yadis and all enough to shiklina. You knew when I bought it that I was buying it for myself and not for the Reish Galusa. Upanchebalmo the Kavina. And I only did the shtickle, the schok, I did only because I wanted to protect myself. Nobody should come and be ma'ar on the mechira, and I knew they wouldn't start up. But you know on that. And v'zuzi, v'zuzi, hello? What? V'zuzi bekadi loishadini. And, uh, and Avada, I'm not throwing out my money. I'm not buying. Hello? Someone didn't mute their phone. Someone please found. Okay. Okay. So thank you. So I could tell the seller, do you know very well that no I bought it for myself. And I just wanted to have the protection. So I put it in the name of the Rishkalusa. You know, I'm not wasting my money. When I bought it, you knew very well I was going to come back to you in a week and ask you now, write the star in my name. So I would think I have a minute. You knew all of that, and you should be obligated to write me another star. Your business is with the guy you wrote it in the name. I figured you wrote it in the name of Reish Galusa. You probably made up with the Reish Galusa that he he will write you a star that he's transferring the field to you. I had no idea that you were counting on me to write another star, and therefore I'm not writing a star, and you have no tainet to me, and that's Allah. So we continue, though, the Bryce said, V'im Omar loy amenas, but if he said on condition, then then we do force the seller to sell. And so what does it mean? If I told when I bought it in the name of Reish Galusa, I told the seller, hey, 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 now you're going to write me in the name of Reish Galusa. But when I come back... Well, in, in a month, you're going to write it to me in my name. And the Meicher agreed. Then, of course, I told the witnesses who were over there when I bought it from Joey, I said, see witnesses, I'm going to need another star that's written in my name in a week. The mad the tema I would think Motza Omerle the seller though Joey could tell Aaron you told the witnesses you didn't tell me it's a condition of the, your purchase you told it to the witnesses you know what I it means it means that you told the witnesses hey I'm going to get a star from the Reish Galusa that he's going to rewrite the field to me but from me. 
I have no obligation to write it another star for you. That I, Aaron the Lekech, could tell Joey the Why do you think I took the time to say it in front of you, in front of witnesses? Because, of course, I want you to write another star. And therefore, you're obligated to write me another star. Why? Even though I didn't tell you I'm buying it from you only with the condition you write me another star. But you saw I brought two witnesses and I said in front of the two witnesses and you, I'm buying it on condition that I get another star written. You should have known I meant another star from you and therefore you're obligated. Ravkana Abiyov Zuzak Kisna. Ravkana went and he gave money for flax to buy flax and what he did was he didn't take possession of the flax he only gave the seller money and said i'm paying you a ten dollars per pound and i'm going to pick up the flax when i want the flax went up in value and meanwhile, the owner of the flax, who had sold the flax to, to Rav Kana, went and sold the, the, the flax in the open market at $15 a pound instead of $10 a pound. And this guy didn't have a mind to steal the money. He had a mind to give the profit to Rav Kana. And he's going to give Rav Kana now $15. Rav Kana paid him 10 the market went up. He figured Ravkana is going to be happy. He sells it. He sold it for 15 And now he wants to give Ravkana the money. What is the problem over here, Mechel? The problem is Ravkana never took possession of the goods. And it's Kuf Gibel Ahmed Aleph for those who joined later. Ravkana never took possession of goods. And what does it look like, Itzi? It looks like I borrowed you money. I lent you money because Rav Kahana gave the merchant money, let's say, January 1st. And what happens March 15th? The merchant gives Rav Kahana $15 for the $10 Rav Kahana gave him then. What does it look like? Ribis. What is Ribis? I lent you money and you pay me back more. Ribis is also. So therefore, he went to Rav to ask, is he allowed to take it or not? What should I do? Can I take the money from the seller? And, or does it look like ribbis? So Rav said like this. If when the seller of the and sold the flax in March, he said, when he sold it, he told the buyer, you should know this is the flax that belongs to Rav Kahane. Then Zilshkoil, there's no issue of ribbis. Why? Because it was clear he was selling your flax that you bought in January 1. So you bought flax in January 1, there's no ribbis. But if the seller of the piston didn't tell the new buyer March 15th, hey, I'm selling you flax that belongs to Rabkana, Loitishkel, don't take this extra $5 back. Why? Because of din of ribbis. Zogdigamara, come on. What is that like? It must be Kebe Marava, like we learned yesterday in Erzestral, the Amr, they said that when I sell Chitim to somebody and I don't know who the buyer is, the buyer is there, me ideal about Chitim, Shiyikne Chitim Labal Mois. Who, right? We learned yesterday. If I gave, I went and bought Chitim from somebody and I bought it on behalf of Joey, but I didn't tell the seller I'm buying it on behalf of Joey. How is Joey kind of? After all, the Balchitim doesn't know that Joey is the buyer. So the same thing, the opposite over here in our case. If the buyers didn't know they're buying Rafkana's flax, so who did they think they're buying the flax from? They're buying the facts from, from the seller, not from Rav Kahane. And if so, when he's getting the money now, Rav Kahane, it's like he's getting back ribis on his money. And he's getting back 15 for the 10 he gave. So it's a din of Nirik ribis. That, that, that's very troubling. I could go and make a buy. And now my stipulation is I'm going to warehouse it by you for 30 days. And now mm-hmm. I made a bill of sale. I, the guy made, he had a transaction. Now, the guy who is in the warehouse says, I went and sold it for profit. Why is the guy 
and he has a bill of sale. It, it sounds so. So so. Let's first of all go to a very important point. We're talking about the Rafkana was not Moshech the Pishton. He didn't do Moshech on the Pishton. And Joey, yes, in American law, Kesef is Kainet. But by us, Kesef is not Kainet. Moshech is really the Kainet. So he only gave him the money, and he didn't do a Maisekinian in it yet, right? So since he didn't do a Maisekinian, now it's a problem. Is it a ribis? When the seller is giving him now 15 bucks, is it a ribis? Or do I say... No, Wait, the, the bill of lading is not least... a Kenyan? The big, when, when I, no, I take a we, handkerchief, we, if I no, take a handkerchief we, we, at the Yeah, at the yeah, sale. yeah, yeah, that's not, that's not. Meshich is kind of. We why need not? a poet. Oh, that's the Kenyanim. We learned this already, no, the Kenyanim by if, us. If I, if, I, if I take a handkerchief, I'm at a table, I'm not going oh, to Oh, a handkerchief, guy. yes. That's Chalipin. So we learned Kenyan Chalipin, but he didn't do that. We're talking, that's not what happened. He gave him the money and he said, I'm going to pick up the goods whenever I need the goods. So, so the a, bill of la- okay. a bill of lading is not considered Kenyan. Right, correct. So it's not a bill of lading, it was a sale. Okay. Let's be real. Even if the seller, when he sold it March 15 to a third party, he didn't say Rav Khan is the seller. But uh, um, but it didn't, did Rav Khan, it, when he gave the money to the Bala Pishta to the Moicher, did he tell him, I'm lending you the money? That I'm giving you a manas to get back eight later on? That's a did in Ribas. He didn't say that. He said... I'm buying from you, Pishton, flax, the Kisna Mamelo the Yaker. And the Kisna went up in value. Nothing to do. That's why there's eight. One minute. Let's just finish one minute. And the Melas of the Gemara, you know what the Bala Pishton is? He's a thief. Mixel Gazla. He stole it. He made a deal with Ravkane. And therefore, Ravkana told him this belongs his. He had no right to sell it. So let's say he did sell it. What does he have to pay? But none we learned. We know if somebody steals, what does he have to pay? When did the Xela happen of the Bala Pishton? The, the seller, when he sold it to somebody else at, at March 15th. He didn't steal it January 1st when he sold it to Ravkane. It's March 15th when he sold it again to the other guy. A second before the sale, while he did the sale, that was the steal. At that time, how much was Pishton worth? $15. And we know that Allah is. So therefore, even if the kind of the buyers of March 15 didn't know they're buying it from Ravkana, and therefore, in fact, they felt they were buying it from the Moichar of the Pishtan, still, what is the Bala Pishtan then? He's a Goslin. Because he, he, he thinks, so he has to pay back Ravkana what he stole with the thing. What does he have to pay back? At that time, the Pishra was already worth 15. And Mamela, there's no din of ribbis. And here the Gemara says, a different deal. There's, what, do we, what do we learn? Uh, what is Amana? When the Shar, only when the Shar is Yotze, the market comes out. Chicago Mercantile Board comes out with the price of pork bellies now. And Okay, it's different. Chicago Mercantile, every day there's a price. But the way it used to be was a period of time there was no price. Then there was Yotza Shar. The market came out with a price. The price later on will fluctuate, but now there is already a market price. Meaning, before that, there's not a market price, and I can't make a deal on a future buy. Once the market price comes out, I can make a deal on a future buy. So Afghana comes to the seller and says, listen, I'm giving you now $1,000. Over the year, I'm going to want to take Pishton from you at today's market price of $10. So at that stage, it was not he was acquiring already the Pishton for $1,000. No, no, no. It's always I'm only going to acquire the Pishton later on what I wanted. The deal is I'm giving you the money now. 
because I'm locking in today's price for the next 12 months I can buy from you. Oh, in that, it's a different thing. And here we're coming. Before that, I already spoke it out. Before, so Rav Kahana made no opinion. So the Pishtun never belonged to Rav Kahana. All Rav Kahana had was what? A right to purchase. He had an option. What they call in today's market, he had an option. He had an option to purchase at $10. And for that, he gave over the money at that time. And now what's the problem? The concern is anyway about ribis, because when I take possession, I again, Rav Kahane gave money now, $1,000, option to buy at $10 market price. Two months later in March, he takes the Paris, and now the Paris are worth $15. Zuktarav, no problem. That's not ribis. Because a person, once Yotzashar, once the market goes out, a person is allowed to give advance money and say, I'm locking in a price. And we don't see that as ribis. You know when that is? When in March 15, the guy gives me the Paris. And he gives me the Paris still worth at $10, which is what I bought. And today, the Paris are worth $15. But let's say the guy is going to give me today the money. He's going to say, hey, you bought the option at 10 And you know what? Now I'm going to give you $15 because you have the right to get 10 pounds of Paris or 100 pounds. And I'm going to give it to you now. I'm not giving you the Paris. It's giving you the money. On that, Rav says, that already looks like ribis. On that, you're not allowed to take back. If you're taking the payers, okay, because January 1st, I locked in a price for the next six months of $10 a pound. Even if the market price goes up to 15, you know what? The seller can give it to me at the value of 10. Give me enough payers at the value of 10. Why? I locked it in. I gave him money in advance. Even though the sale's only happening now, it's okay. Masha Enkin, if he's going to give me money, then you're not allowed to do it. And that would be a din of ribbis. So that's what happened over here in this case when Rav said, so Rav said like this, if the seller, when he sold it to somebody else, said, hey, I'm selling you Rav Khanna's pishton, then you circumvent that problem. Then the guy could even give Rav Khanna cash now. Why? Because it's hey, like... Rav Kahana took possession, and now he sold it to somebody else. That's only if he told the buyer that clearly. But if he didn't tell the buyer clearly, then no, no, now he can give Rav Kahana only Paris in that value, but he can't, he can't, uh, he can't, uh, he can't give it, uh, uh, he can't this. Okay, the the Shaila, just to be clear, the, the Mukhiyosef asks over here, we're going to learn this in Miyat Shem and Bob Metziah, this din of Omna of Rav, and Rav says over there, even Paris, you know when Joey can give me Paris on March 15th at the value of $10? As long as Joey has Paris. But if Joey has to go in the open market mm. to buy Paris, even if he's giving me Paris, but if he has to go to buy Paris in the open market, he wouldn't be able. So how does this Gemara stem? Okay, Nebuchadnezzar brings it up. Zuck the Mishnah. If a person steals from his friend, a value of Shavar Pruta. And he swore, I don't owe you the money. And then he admitted, yes, I owe you the money. And now what's the halacha after you did a Shavuot? You have to pay the Karen and you have to pay a Chaymish, a fifth. And also you have to bring a Karnoshim, right? Because I swore false. So now the halacha is, Yolichenu Achrav Lamotai. I have to, Zokrashi, the Ainloi Kapara, he has no forgiveness. I got to return the money to the Nigzal himself. Because the Pasuk says, Lagabi, the case where there's a Shvua, and only in the case where there's a Shvua, the Pasuk says, you have to return it to the person who it belongs to. And that's written by Nishka Lashaker. So therefore, over there, you have to bring it back directly to the person. And therefore, the Mishnah continues. He's not allowed to give it. Not to the son of the person he stole from. 
and not even the shliach of the nigzol. And if he gives it to them, and the money got lost, then even Ba'inus, before it got to the nigzol, he's not, he didn't have a kapara, and he's got to go and pay again for it. Abel, but he could give it to a shliach bezin. And he will have the kapara in that. Very good. So the kapara is only bidei shemayim we're talking about because bidei adam. Let's see. Very good. We're going to come on both. Rashi lishlich bezin. Why did they allow it? The kantu David Rabbanim with neat kanas We want them to admit. And Shalinus Chayev Zeh Lahoitzi Mana Baitzos Dera. We didn't want to make him have to spend money to travel to return it. So therefore, you can't give it to the guy's son. You can't give it to Shliach, but you can give it to to um, to the Shliach Bezin, and therefore you can uh, you you can this. So Tosis asks on that. That he gives it to the Shlich Bezen, and the Shlich Bezen just keeps it there until the Nixel comes. The Shlich Bezen doesn't have to go and chase him down. He waits, and that, and it's good enough for him. I, the Goslin, have a kapara the minute I give him uh, to this uh, thing. So what does that mean? What's the expression of shlich bezin? Rashi is mashma. You just give it to the shlich bezin, and it doesn't matter if the shlich bezin takes it onwards. You give it to the Sheikh Bezin immediately as a kapara. So Taisis, first of all, says, why mention Shlich Bezin? If it, the Bezin just waits with it until the Nixel comes, just mention you give it to Bezin. What's the Shlich Bezin? We'll see later on. Because the park, all right, he brings, we have to learn the Gemara. Uh, later on to see, but I'll kapon him nearer. I'll karch. I'll kain nearer. The masnisen iron, not like Rashi said that I give it the bezin and I immediately have the kapara, and the bezin just sits on it until the nigzel shows up. The iron leaning achrayes adera. The Mishnah just said if I give it to the benoi of the nigzel or the shliach of the nigzel, I still bear responsibility if it gets lost. On that, the benefit is. Uh, and we'll see into the Gemara how we deal with that. So, so Tosa says that the Shlich Bezen, the Bezen doesn't sit on it. The Shlich Bezen takes the Gzela but it lets the gaslin off the hook and he gets a kapara immediately, even though it didn't come to the shleich anexel. Even though it didn't come on to the anexel. Yeshua explains that Rashi didn't mean as Toysa said. Rashi meant the tkone is, he puts it in the bezin. But this tkone is not better than the anexel itself. In other words, uh, by the shleich of the anexel, as long as it didn't reach the nigzel, it it's it's not it's it's as if it's not yet the bezin. So therefore, the shliach of the nigzel over here, the shliach of bezin is also, if he gave it over to the shliach bezin, even though what Rashi meant was in our places, Kasha was why do you mention shliach bezin? Why don't you mention bezin itself? Because by Bezden itself, you would think the guy has to take it till Bezden. If there's no Bezden in town, he's not off the hook until he actually takes it to Bezden. So the Chiddush of the Mishnah, I find the Shlich Bezden, I give it to him, I'm already off the hook. As opposed to the Nigzel, where the Shlich of the Nigzel doesn't work. 
Okay, so the Gemara Mishnevaita. Vimes, if the Nixel died, Yachser Liyarshev. At that point, he gives it, the Gaza gives it back to the to the inheritors. Nasloisa Karen. Now the Mishnah says like this What about if he paid him back the principal, but he didn't give the Nixel the extra fifth? Or Nasloisa Karen, or Machaloya La Karen, the Nixel was Michael the Karen, the Machaloya Chaimish. Or it was Michael on both things, but except for less than a Shava Prut in the Karen, he doesn't have to go after him. In other words, the only thing you have to go after is the Karen. But on that, you don't have to go after him. But the other way around, or or even but he left over one shove of that he wasn't Michael. In that case, he's got to go after him. In other words, even though he paid the Chaimish and he paid all of the Karen except for one thing, he still has to go after him and give him that, um, that, uh, Shava Pruta that's missing. The other Mishnah says like this, Nosen Karen. After, so let's go again. Aaron swore I didn't steal from, from Luzi. And then I said, I admit I stole from Luzi. So now I have to give Luzi a hundred bucks and the Chaimish on top of it. I paid Luzi the hundred bucks and I'm left over the Chaimish. I didn't pay Luzi the Chaimish the 20 bucks, 25 bucks. Pumped Luzi, and Luzi takes me to Besden for that. Now what do I do? I swear in Besden I don't owe Luzi the Chaybish. And then later on, I do Tshuva on it again. And Venishbalay al Chaymish. First I swore on the Chaymish, and now I made again. So now what happens? Areza Mishalem Chaymish al Chaymish. Top of Kugimelam and base. I now have to pay a Chaymish on top of the Chaymish. Why, Luzi? Because the Chaimish became a Karen, correct? At the moment I swore on the Chaimish, the Chaimish, in a sense, now became the principal. And since I swore false on the principal, I have to pay a Chaimish on top of the Chaimish, right? And therefore, I got to pay, and all the Allah has become on the things. So, interest, everybody clear? So the Achi Ismayat Karen, and this could keep on going on. For example, Joey, I'm going to pay Luzi now the 20 bucks, but I'm not going to pay him the five bucks on the 20 bucks. So then I'm going to swear on the five bucks I don't owe with him. And then I'm going to admit, and now I'm going to pay him the five bucks, but I'm not going to pay him the dollar 25 I owe him on the five bucks. And then on the dollar 25, the same thing will happen that continues going on. When the Karen becomes less than a Shava Pruta, because as we go, at a certain point, it's less than a Shava Pruta. At that point already, I don't have to bear Chaimish on it, and therefore it is. So, but Pashtis, what does that mean, Rabbi Sai? Rabbi Sai is with me over here or not? Because I can't look at you guys at the same time. Doilam is with me. Luzi, you're with me. We're talking about your money over here. So I hope you're with me. Okay, we are so, all here. So what would be that loch? So the Tesefta says, when I'm Zaykif, what it means is, when I owed Luzi only the Chaimish, the 20 bucks I owed, the 25 bucks I owed him only at that stage. At that stage, that Chaimish, when I said I don't own that, it becomes like a milva I own. And therefore, the Chaimish on top of that is a Chaimish L'Choldavarov. It becomes a Karen. And therefore, all the halachas we mentioned before, which is if I left over a part and I got to run after you to return the principal, right? Any part of the principal, I got a return will exist for this chaimish, which now became a printable. Come the other paiskim, and they say, "What is the what is the tesefta and the magen avram?" So the magen avram says the tesefta means chaimish l'chol dover. Zogin the nice to kill the midrichs bekurim. It means that if I lose I swore on loses chaimish only that I don't own that, and then I admit it. 
it becomes the care and so much even that I have to chase him down and give it to him in his hand. Even though we learned before that a chaymish, I don't have to chase him, I can give it to Shliach or his son. But now, because I swore on the chaymish, the chaymish gets the alochos of the Karen, and therefore I got to chase him down to give it to him. Come the Chazon Yecheskel, and the Chazon Yecheskel says, Avad Enish, that but without me actually making it a milva, then to say the Chaymish is Kekaren, that doesn't make any sense. And therefore, the fact, because I swore on the Chaymish, to say it becomes like a Karen, not necessarily. Maybe the Shvua is Mechaev, the Chaymish and the Oshem, but the etzim here blibes the way it is as a chaymish the $20. And since the etzim here that started was only a din of chaymish, I don't have to go after it, even though I swear on that. And I don't have to chase after that. Uh, and that's a night kind of heel that I have now. Have you of shach comes and, and anyway, they come on that and, and, and they want a tiny that the shvua that I make on a chaymish creates a new heel. And listen to the beauty of this mechel. If somebody, you remember we had the aloha of chametz over all of our Pesach. I stole Joey's chametz over all of our Pesach. I stole Joey's chametz before Pesach. After Pesach, what's the aloha, Luzi? I can say, even though it's worth nothing, Look at the beautiful Kiddush of the Avi Azri. Zog the Avi Azri. But if I swore that I don't owe Joey Chomets, and then I was made, I stole his Chomets, I can't say anymore. Why? Because this is a new Kiev after Shia. And it's a Kiev of Dabin. Because I swore I never stole. When you stole and then you made it, when you stole, how much was it worth? A hundred bucks to Chomets. You got to give me a hundred bucks. No, no, no. I don't know Chomets anymore. Once I swore, it changed it from being Chomets that I owe to a new Chi of Chodesh. The Chi of Chodesh is the money that I that 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 I that I that I swore on. And on okay, so the the same way if somebody was Kaifer Bekodmashimer and he swears on it, he's gotta pay a Karen Bhemish Shinemar. If you don't pay the schar, in all those cases, the Aroha is. You guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those cases. From this, the Divishness says, Nishbaloi, if he swore, then I got to chase the nigzel all the way down and give it in his hand. Is mashman Nishba'en, only if I swore that I don't owe him the money and then I admit it, then I got to bring it back the money. But Loi Nishba, if I didn't swear, then Loi, I don't, I don't have an obligation to go and find the nigzel. So Gemara Mana. Who does the Mishnah go like? The Sanya, we learned that thing. I stole something from five of you people. And I don't know five Zoomers. I stole something from five of you. I know I stole only one apple. But I don't know who of you five's apple was that I stole. And you all say it's yours. What do I do? I have to pay five apples? Reptarfen says, I put down an apple amongst the five of you, and hasta la vista, you guys work it out. I was Micaiah. Find it out. As Michael says, you fight it out. You put down and let them figure out later on who it is. But I was Mikhaya, my mitzvah of Ashova with putting back. 
That's not getting you off the hook. And I don't have a kapara. Why? Because the chiyov is to the person who was the nixel. And the fact that he puts it down over there, we don't know that the apple is going to get to the right party. And the mela. He's in a Suffolk heel. So therefore, he's got to give an apple to each one and every one if he wants to be off the hook. What's, what's, so the, swara a, what's the Swara of what? what is the Swara of Raptarfin? The Swara of Raptarfin is I owe one apple, and that's all, and I was Mikhaim by returning one apple. Who it is? That's a different story. You five guys have to figure it out. Zuk the Gemara, and we're going to see your paraphernalia a little bit. It's see the Gemara will be a little bit into it. Zuk the Gemara, mana. Our Mishnah said what? That when there's a Shmua, I got to go and give it personally to the guy. If there's no Shmua, I don't have to give it because the Gemara, the Mishnah said only a Shmua. Zuk the Gemara, mana. If it's according to Rabtarfin, Rabtarfin is mashma afagav dishtabe. Even if the Gazlan swore, nevertheless, Omar Rabtarfin says, Menich So even though we know that maybe the apple won't get to the nixel, we don't care. I didn't mind. So if so, why shouldn't it be okay? I give it to the shlich of the nixel. And even if it doesn't get this hand, I didn't mind. So it can't be Rabtarfin. And if it goes according to Rabkiba, it can't be either. Because Rabkiba didn't mention his Allah have to give five apples only when I swore a false. Even if I didn't swear false. And our mission says the only time the Gazlin has to chase down and give it actually to the hand of the Nixel is only if he swore. Rabbi Kiva's mashmi, even if he didn't swear, say, who does it go? The emesis, the Mishnah can go according to Rabbi Kiva. I, we said, if it goes according to Rabbi Kiva, why only Nishma? Even if Loi Nishma, I should have to, to be Mikhaim Kapora, I should have to, even Loi Nishma to be Mikhaim, I should give it back to the Gazan. It's in a case where he swore. That case is a case where you swore. But in a case where you didn't swore, Rabbi Kiva's Maida, if I stole the apple from one out of five people, and I don't know from home, and I never swore that I didn't steal it, and now I want to be Mikhaim, he's Maskevet Raptarf and put it down on the table and asked La Vista. Why? My Only by Shvuot says, that you give it to the personal Asher that it belongs to. After a Shvuot and I'm Muida, then I have to do it for Kapara, but otherwise not. Raptarfen. And Oibazoi, if Rabbi Kiva's aloche is only by Shvua, Oibazoi is Mashmer, Tarfin argues with Rabbi. And Rav Tarfin says, even though the guy swore I didn't steal anything, and then he admits it, he's good enough, he puts the apple down. I, the Pusik says, by Shvua Lashra, Loyitnena. From the Pasuk Minatera, the guy should have to put down five apples. But because the Rabbanim want Konas Hashavim, over the Rabbanim Tkante, the Rabbanim made a Tkana, because if you're going to tell Aaron he's got to give five apples, what's Aaron going to do? Azah, you know what? Azah about Chiva Benechnish. I'm not doing Chiva and whatever. So therefore, they allowed him to put it down in that case. The Sanya, we find a similar Tkona, and this is the Tkona that Rashi referenced already in the Mishnah. Rabbi Lazarus Sadekaimer. Tkona Gedil Gedoyle Skino. They were Mesakin a big Tkona. When the Ganigzel lived very far from the Gazlan, Eskina, they were Mesakin. The expense to travel, for me to travel there to return the principal to the Nigzel was more than the thing is worth. He gives Karen Chemish Lobezn, and, and the Bezn waits until the Nigzel brings to take it. He brings his carbon because he, he this. Uh, even though the Gzela didn't reach the Nigzel yet, they did it. So in the same way, Rabbi Lezabert Sodik made that tkana when he's got to travel so far away. Dr. Parfum, the same tkana they made, if I stole the apple from one out of five people and I don't know who, 
even though I swore, and therefore I should have incumbent upon me to return it to the nigzel. I don't know who it is. It's good enough. I put it on the table. Rabbi Kiva, why does he argue that? He said, You know where Rabbanim made In that case, I know I stole it from the guy, but I know that guy lives in Toronto. It's so far away. So the Rabbanim said, you know what? Give it to Beston. Eventually, it'll get to Ruben, who lives in Mon- in Toronto. Eventually, it'll get to him. So, therefore, they made it corner. So, if I stole the apple from one out of five people, we don't know who he stole it from. And it's very likely that money will never get to the right owner. And therefore, Rabbi Kiva says, in that case, you got to pay the five. Mashenkin in a case was no where communication big... at that time. We couldn't ask which one of you I took the apple from. What do you mean? We did. And they all say from me. This guy's about children. You mean, the five you, about you mean they're also they lying? They all said it's wow. my apple. Yeah. So either they're all saying they're lying, or maybe there were five Ganovim, uh, Michael. And the issue, let's be, let's be Melamed Schuss and these five guys. All the five guys had an apple stolen from them, but there's only one guy who's doing about tshuva. So all of them want the apple back. They're all saying it's mine. And nobody knows, so therefore it is. Let's say, uh, 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 let's be done, and to say it is. Pesis is mefarish, the machlikis of Rapaf and Rabakib in two different ways. One way is that Rapafna holds if the expense of returning it is greater than the principal, and there's no bezin in front of us, then the, the Goslin keeps it in his hand until he finds a bezin, because even to take it to bezin, there's no bezin over here. And Rabbi Kiva says, no, the Tkoda is only if you put it in bezin, but to keep it in your hands, if there's no bezin, no, 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 you better take it to the Nixel itself. So that is one of the ways of the Machlekes, the way Tysus learned. The Shaila is there's no Bezdin over here. Reparfin says you're allowed to hang on to it until a Bezdin, until the Nigzel comes to you, and you can mamish keep it on behalf of the Nigzel. And Rabbi Kibis says, no, if there's no Bezdin over here, you got to take it to the Nigzel on it. The second way Tysus says is that Rabbi Kiva, there was no Tkona Benigzel. If he made a Shvua, there's no Tkona, he's got to take it in even to Modbay, as the Mishnah says. What Rabbi Kiva said, Ovid Rabbanim Tkante was only according to Rabbanim, even according to you, Rabbanim, that's said, there is a tkone by Nishba, but even you should say, you know, when there's a tkone, only when we know eventually it'll come to the right guy. But in the case of five and one, even you should be minded to it. Obezoktosis Rebekiv himself holds, even in the case of where it's only the one guy, you know where it is, but you don't have a tkone, even if it's far away. If you swore, you got to take it back. Okay, Zogdi Gemara. So Shimon says there was no argument that's clear, even Rabbi Kiva's he puts one apple down umistalik. Why? Because why, Michael, you should have said this because I might Each one of you are timing it's yours. Bring a raya, it's yours, and they'll give it to you. Meanwhile, I know I stole one apple. It's see, this is going to sorry to you, it's see. You ask what's the swar of Raptarfna? I don't know, it's are you still on? Let's have a look. Are you still on, Itzi? Yeah, you're still on, Bor Hashem. So, so therefore, eh, 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 he puts one, and it's enough. And everybody agrees, even Rabbi Kiva. The machloikis is shegozel echel mechamisha b'nei yodam ve'ene yodea me'eze mehem. Oh, sorry. Excuse me, my different. Before that, we were talking shelokach echel mechamisha. My, my very bad. Before that, the Gemara, this is in the car. Okay. If I bought 
from one of you five guys something, and I don't know who I bought it from. Who do I have to pay for buying the apple from? Then Manir Dom may Why? Because I'm a lokeach. I didn't do anything wrong. It's a Suffolk moment. You guys bring the proof. Who was the seller of it? I stole from one of the five of you. And if, as you thought before, that Rabbi Kiva argues only in a case the Shtaba, and that's how you wanted to answer our Mishnah, because Rabbi Kiva only argues in a case where the I swore false, and he swore I don't owe you the money. If so, mali lokach, mali gozel. Why is it a different aloha by if I if I bought it from you guys? If I swore I didn't buy anything from any of you at the end, and then I admitted, what am I, Michael? And the same lawyer and the same shvua b'sheker as if I am, if I said I didn't steal it in the same way. So if you that Rabbi Kiva's shit is even if I didn't swear. And there's a difference, because if I didn't swear, in one case, Michael, I bought it from the five of you, and I never swore that I owe you guys money. I'm saying I owe one of you. I don't know who it is. Masheke, when I stole from you, hey, I did something wrong by virtue of stealing, even if I didn't swear. So therefore, there could be a different halacha in the two of them. But if we say Rabbi Kiva's halacha of five, even by Gzela, is only after Shua, after Shua, Mali Lokach, Mali Gazel. Number two, Void Masab Rava. Maisab Chosadechot. The Lokach Mishneb Neyadam bought from two people. He didn't steal, he bought. Because he's a chassid, right? Michael, so of course he didn't steal. Then he came before Rabtarfen. Omle Rabtarfen. And the main Makach Beneim Vestalik. Each one. And if you would think we're talking about a case of the Mishtaba, that originally this buyer, this chassid, swore false and said, I never bought from anybody. I owe nobody anything. Chassid mi Mishtaba a chosid then can schwer and falsch. You notice the Gemara talks about a chosid luzi. Seretnish fin, shoin, chalnezugin fin andere. Aber seretfin a chosid, a chosid that then schwer and falsch. Avadena, vchitem, and if you'll say, you know what? First, he was not chosid, he was another kind. The mishtabe he swore first. Vahodra av a chosid. Later on, he became a chosid. It's nishgevein a chosid from birth. He became a chosid later on. And therefore, now, and this is for you, it's the Ashas thing. Whenever the, the Gemara says Ashas, you know it's about two specific people, Rabbi Yudah ben Baba or Rabbi Yudah ben Eloi. And Michael, I would say, if the Gemara fast forward to 2024, the Gemara would say, or Lucy Lipschitz, one of the three. Or Rabbi Yudah ben Eloi. And Rabbi Yudabar Baba, Rabbi Yudabar Aloy, Hasidim and Mikorah, they were always Hasidim. So it's impossible that they once swore false or can't be. In fact, you have 34 kilometers left, so you're okay. In truth, it must be Rabtarfani. We're going back and we're not saying our mission is Rabbi Kiva, and Rabbi Kiva says only after Shavuah. Because Rabbi Kiva says, Allah, you got to pay all five, is even Lefnei Shavuah. Our mission is a Rabtarfani. I, Reb Tarfin, said, you pay only, you put it down on the table. Because Reb Tarfin was talking about when there was no Shavuah. If he swore, I don't owe you money. I don't owe any of them money. And then he says, yeah, you know what? I do owe one of you. I did steal the apple. Then even if Tarfin's money, you got to put down five apples. My time so when you swear, you have to give lasher loy. Rabbi Kiva, why does he say even when you don't swear? Even though the pasuk only says when you swear, it's a knas made. You're right, maker pasuk. When should you have to pay the five? When should I have to be sure I give back to the guy? Is only if I swore. But Rabbi Kiva says a knas because you stole. 
So now the Gemara says like this. I don't understand. In other words, Raptarfin is saying that he's saying, you know, when you have to pay one, only when I didn't swear. So now we go to the crux of Michael, what you started. You said, Bidei Shmaim or Bidei Adam, right? Mechtem. Eichede Mishtabe, where he swore, of course, what are we talking about? How, why is he paying? If he swore, I don't know anybody. Is It must be that to be Mechai of the Karen of Chaimish is only because he admitted afterwards. If, correct? Because before that, he would have no Chiv because he's a Gazlan who, who didn't deny. Frank Digimara, my Iriya if what are you telling me? The guy swore false first and said, I don't owe it to anybody. If so, if I'm doing tshuva now, if Michael Aaron's doing tshuva now, even if he didn't swear false, and he's coming now and he wants to do tshuva, and he says, hey, I stole an apple, I I, I, I stole from you something, and I want to give it back. we learn If he says to two people, and I don't know from who won, and he didn't make a shvua, but he wants to do tshuva. He wants to be yaitze. He was made it, and therefore, Zukrashi, Michael, for you, top of Kuvdaladam Ralph. And he wants to be because if not, why is he admitting now? He wants to do tshuva. In Bezden, you're right, he would just put down one man on the table in front of them, and you guys figure it out. But if he wants to be He's got to give back the gzela, and maybe the rightful owner is not getting it back. And therefore, uh, uh, you have you have this halacha, and therefore you have the gemara elam rava. So the gemara asks Akasha, can be raptarfin because the raptarfin. If we're talking, the guy admitted. Who cares before or after shavua? You see, the guy wants to do tshuva, of course. Elamarova, the Rova says the Machloikis of Rabakitvan Ratarfan is irrelevant of a shvur or not. Whether they swore or not, and we're gonna finish with this. The Machloikis is in the Dina Shava. The Mish the Haltoira says Vaishvas Akzela Ashagozal. I mekaim the mitzvah even before it reaches the Digzal. Or not. And therefore, we could say the Mishnah goes according to both. And what are we talking about? Shaina Masnison, our Mishnah is different. Our Mishnah says, hey, if I didn't swear, um, then you know what? I don't have to give it Mamish back to the Nixel. And therefore, unless in a case, where what? I don't know the five, who it belongs to. I don't know who I stole it from. But in our case, the Mishnah, that wasn't the case in our Mishnah. I knew who I stole it for. But we're here. The Kibn the Yad Laman the Gazla, the and he admitted, Kibn the Efshrel of Adura Mamoyne Lamore, since the, the, the Nixel is known, we know who it is. It's as if Commander Omerle told the Nixel, It's in your money is in my hands. And even if he doesn't go give it back to the Nixel, it's as if he returned it. And therefore, and Hilkach, Hablekman Hilkach, Shinishba, once he swore, Afagav the Komerle Yibiyotcha, even though he said, Hey, it's as if I have my hand, hidden the boy Kapara. But now I need a kapara because I swore false. It's only when I'm going to have the kapara when I give it back. So therefore, the Mishnah says, if I stole it from somebody, then I got to get, and I made a swear, then I got to take it back. But if I didn't swear, and therefore, that the Mishnah refers specifically to only a Shavuah, 
and it has nothing to do with the Machlokes of Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Tarfin, because our mission is not talking about if it's a case where we don't know who we stole it from. There's people that have a problem. We lost you, Ari. We lost you. We can't hear. I have to give five zoos the video. Let me turn off the video. The video, let me turn off the video. Do you hear me better now? Yeah. Do you hear me better now? Yeah, now. Okay. I'm here. I'm here by Abator. There's no good signal. Okay. So, so Zogdige Gemara, you know when the mission is talking about Mitzvah Hashavah Mekayim. When I return the object to the person, I'm Mekayim Mitzvah Hashavah. But you, not when I return. Even if I admit, and we know who the Nixel is, I say, you know what? I'm I'm returning this thing. I'm going to return it to that guy. It's good enough. The problem is, though, if I swore that I don't know the guy, and then I admit it, then there's the possibility, I got to return it, mamish to him to get back kapara. In that case, the Mishnah says, you got to go admada, you got to go all the way to return it with him. I just want to finish with and the way the Paiskim has. From the Mishnah's Mabuyer, Rabbi Kiva says, um, it's a conus. From the Mishnah's mashma, from the Gemara's mashma, that if I didn't swear, I have no chiv to take the object and return it to the Nigzal. Only a knas the Chachom made, and only after Shmua from Asher Yitneno. The Shaila, all the Achreinim are busy with. I don't understand. What does the Pasuk say, Mechel? So why should I be putter from returning the object? Instead, what does the Gemara say? Dudi, I can sit with the object at home. I gazzled this from Dudi. Dudi lives in Ertzestrol. I live in Canada. When Dudi comes, I'm holding the object for him. And I was mekayim the mitzvah. Why shouldn't I have an obligation to give it back? After all, and there's a mitzvah, the nochmer, the masho says over here, listen to this chiddush, Michael. The sugi agamara, the way it ends is, even to be the gazan doesn't have an obligation to give it back to the nixel. I can sit with it in my house. I acknowledge I stole it. Whenever the nixel comes, I'm going to give it them back. Why is that okay? A plea. Come to Sma, and the Sma says, you know why they did it? If Aaron's going to have to take back the Gzela to Dudi, I'm never going to do it. I'm never going to admit. So they said, Aaron, you don't have to take it back. You can keep it in your house. When Dudi comes to Canada, you'll get it back. Break the Shach. That doesn't sound right because the Gemara doesn't mention Tkonas Hashovim over here. When the Gemara mentioned, the Gemara mentioned twice Tkonas Hashovim, right? Legabe, the idea far away. It's, uh, the Gemara never mentioned Tkonas Hashovim on the concept that I don't have to go to Dudi to return it. Dudi has to come to me. Zog de Yeshua. That from the sugya of the Gemara, um, The 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 massa mountain is it's gonna cost me money to take it to Dudi. Even if Dudi, let's say he's not in Israel, he's a bus ride away. A bus ride away is a psaida. Mona mona. You can't force me in that kind of why? Zuck the Pedeshua, why? Because the Torah wasn't the high of the Gazlan to lose anything. I have to give you back the issues like Zela Shagazal, but I don't have to lose anything. So if I have to pay a bus ticket to go from Utrecht to Hampstead, or I got to go to Beitar or to Bet Shemesh, uh, that I'm not a mechuyev to that. And the Chreinim say, why is that different than every mitzvah say? Pibchis, how much do I have to spend on a mitzvah say? I got to spend on my lulav and asterisk. I got to spend up. 
חומש מנחסם. How much should I have to spend out of my pocket? Maybe not to fly to Israel to give it to Dudi, but at least to pay for a ticket. So it'll be here, I will tell you where it is. What's, what's the din on the uh, thing? So come, come and listen to what the, 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 come and the, the, the Akronim want to say in this thing, and they want to say from Rajput. You know when I don't have to return Dudi's object? The Gemara is talking about. I stole Dudi's object in your shrine. Dudi went to Bechemesh now. Ah, Dudi, who asked you to go to Bechemesh? But if I stole the object in Bechemesh and I'm in your shrine, then I do have to take back to the object. But over here, the plea is though the Rishonim don't bring it at all. They don't bring it clearly. Some say it, it's a Rashbe, but it's not over there. And so it's Mamasha plea how this Gemara says there's no din of a Hashem's Akzelash and I don't have to spend money on it. I'll leave everybody with that thought and the Ken Trachten want to answer on it. Everybody should have a wonderful day. Today's Allah is like that.